This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers and its national grassroots campaign, I Make America. Another full dose of sunshine welcoming farmers and guests at the final day of the Farm Progress Show in Boone, Iowa. As the harvest slowly begins across the Midwest, farmers are facing a challenging outlook with growing supplies, questionable global demand, and lower prices. National Corn Growers Association President Kevin Skuna says timely approval of a new farm bill would provide producers at least some stability. would be great for our growers, would be great for the ag across the U.S. if we could find some certainty in getting a new, uh, getting a new farm bill out. American Soybean Association President John Heisdorfer is calling on the administration to find new opportunities in the global market. Any new trade agreements we can get. We, you know, let's start out with NAFTA and then let's go to Southeast Asia and everywhere else we can we can possibly go because we got a lot of lot to make up with with our loss of China. Heisdorfer understands the need to see change in China's trading behavior, but can't deny the loss of a top customer that consumed nearly a third of U.S. soybean production. We understand what needs to be done, but uh, dropping, you know, soybeans dropping two dollars a bushel is pretty pretty hard on the farm economy, and uh, we got a lot of people out there that are that are suffering from that, and uh, we need yesterday helped out. But uh, long term, we're going to need a lot more help. Now, soybean farmers will see the lion's share of the first round of assistance under the administration's trade package. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue said the administration's market facilitation program is based on an individual farmer's 2018 production and a price formula linked to a commodity's lost value from trade. Well, it will be on crop size. It's going to be accurate per uh, every individual's production, uh, not any kind of county average or anything like that. So you'll have to prove the yields over any of the payments. But uh, going forward, it's based on... uh, what is the trade damage, tariff damage actually calculated? That's why you see the difference between the soybean award and the corn award because of the tariff damage. We had to calculate this in a legal fashion where we could defend it before the WTO courts. Corn grower President Kevin Skunas doesn't agree with the USDA's math. We were looking for a fair and equitable uh, program for the for the market facilitation program. You know, we don't think it was fair. We commissioned a study that showed that there was about a 44 cent loss in the corn market in the same time that soybeans have gone down a do- uh, two dollars. You know, we want to look at the model that they used. You know, dollar sixty five for soybeans, a penny for corn. Our corn growers aren't going to be happy. You mentioned that. You know, most corn growers are soybean growers. Yes, that's true, and 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 we're happy for that. But that's not the case across the whole U.S. I know that our chairman of National Corn Growers, Wesley Spurlock from Texas, grows a lot of corn and doesn't grow any soybeans. So we're going to work with them. We're going we're gonna to voice our opinion. We're going to voice our displeasure on it and, and go forward with that and hope we can affect some change. The National Corn Growers Association commissioned the University of Illinois to study losses from trade. That report suggested corn price loss of 44 cents a bushel compared to the USDA's offer of just a penny. Rabobank Stephen Nicholson says there's little doubt that commodity prices have suffered loss from the Trump trade tariffs, but also are dampened by forecasts for big crops this year. Yes, tariffs certainly have an impact on, on prices going forward. There's no question about that, particularly soybeans. But the fact is, when you look at price curves and look at the fundamentals and look at those prices versus fundamentals, we're trading about where we should be based on the fundamentals. We have too much, you know, I've always said we just have too much stuff. 
you know, we have approaching 800 million carryover on beans. Wow, we've never had that before. You still got over a billion, billion and a half billion bushels of corn on stock. We just have too much, too big of stocks, and that's what's really driving the price down. And you have harvest coming in front of you, which can put a little more pressure on them. Nicholson understands the administration would want to help farmers who'd suffered loss from trade, but he's not clear on what formula was used to establish those support levels. I'll be honest with you, I don't know where those numbers came from. How did they come up with those numbers? If you look at the soybeans, I just sort of did some back of the envelope, and I thought, okay, so we're going to do $3.6 billion for soybeans, and we'll give them a buck sixty-five. So how many bushels is that going to cover? It's a little over 2 billion bushels, and you go... Well, we raised 4.5 billion bushels. Well, how does that work out? Then you start reading the details. Well, you can't over the last three years have make over $900,000. And, oh, there's a cap of 125000 You go, oh, well, they're going to limit who gets what. And so it kind of makes sense. But I don't know where that $1.65 came from. You know, is it from April 4th until today? You know, at April 4th, you know, beans are over $10. So you take $1.65, and I'll do that math. It's sloppily. So it's a 950-ish, 940. Well, we're about we're a buck, but we're 75 cents below that now. And you're going, I don't know where that number came from. And I've never seen any details or explanation where that came from. And finally, a farmer's perspective from the Farm Progress Show. ASA's John Heistorfer recognizes the need for continued innovation for U.S. agriculture. You go back and, and look. Brazil can open up acres. All we have here in the United States to increase yields and, and the amount of soybeans we raise is technology and genetics. We don't have more acres we can open up. So by that, we need to have this technology. Well, AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers and its national grassroots campaign, I Make America. Here's Spencer Chase. We're joined today by Leif Magnuson with Klaus. And Leif, obviously a lot of people very interested in uh, farm bill deliberations in the House and Senate. I'm wondering what are equipment manufacturers watching for in the upcoming farm bill? We, we want to try and keep the farm bill as it was. It was a good farm bill that we've had. And, uh, you know, especially I'm looking uh, at the crop insurance that needs to stay in the bill. That's a very, very important safety net for our customers. You know, as you know, Spencer, if our customers has the security in the long term, like they can get in the farm bill... That's good for us as a manufacturer of agricultural equipment as well. Well, thanks for listening to this edition of Drive Time. Listen for more updates as we wrap up the 2018 Farm Progress Show. And always visit AgriPulse.com for the latest in news from agriculture and Capitol Hill. For AgriPulse, I'm Jeff Nally.